welcome to podcast number 148, the TPC post recap, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's I'm not the only one that screws it up, eh, Karen? I know I screw it up every time. I just try <laughs> to walk through it. <laughs> he's a lot, he's just a lot smoother, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, so, obviously, the weekend was a super success, but the aftermath, uh, as we found out, WestJet had some major issues out of Kelowna that uh, caused pretty much a WestJet Airlines failure across all of Canada. Yeah. Between their, their system shut down and, like, airports being closed and stuff like that, I, I heard that at least one person just got home two hours ago. So, uh, welcome home, John DeGrazia. <laughs> like, De- that's, Debbie that's, Ely got home rough. this morning. Like, yeah. yeah. Bradford. Oh, yeah, Bradford got home yesterday. Who, who cares about Bradford and Eisenhower? But, um, you know what? Those guys are smart driving from Saskatchewan. They got out there, and I know Danny Baird packed up the family and left right away after on Sunday. That, I mean, that's just crazy, but it worked out really well for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the start of the weekend, the Thursday, or the Wednesday, Thursday, was kind of really bad weather, so traveling wasn't the greatest for people, especially uh, coming in even on Friday, but definitely the smarter play late Sunday. Yeah, oh, for I sure, mean, yeah. At least, uh, at least all the problems happened at the end. I mean, I'm uh, from a a tournament organizer. I'm glad that everybody got here easily and, and safely. Um, going home, you know, not being able to get home really, really sucks. But at least you didn't miss the entire weekend or something like that because that that could have been a possibility for sure. So at least at least the timing on that was half decent. But, you yeah, know, they probably had no like if you're stranded in in Calgary. Or in Edmonton, you probably with the the way the delays are, you might not have a vehicle to be able to be rented. But if the weather is okay to drive, you know, still, I mean, it wasn't the QE two wasn't the greatest uh, on Monday. But I'm saying, if you're in Calgary, for those people who got stuck in Calgary, going to Regina, I'd be just see you later. Give me a car. I'm out of here. I'm 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 going back home. Yeah, right. Rental cars are all gone. You can't get. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. And yeah. then your bags, you can't get your, they won't release your bags either, right? So that's another situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, you got, they got, they got, everybody got home except for Kelsey. Kelsey, you guys, you got stuck with her for another week and, uh. Yeah, yeah, she's here till Friday now, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, everything else. At least she had a place to stay, right? And at least she could still, like, work from here, which is the big thing. There's so many people are missing days of work that they weren't expecting to, and. She doesn't. She doesn't have that problem. She opted to fly out Friday instead because she could still, you know, work from here and, and not miss work. And Friday she isn't actually a work day, so that works out okay for her. But for everybody else, that's that's pretty brutal. Imagine in December when you guys go to Winnipeg, you're stuck there for two more days. Who wants to be stuck in Winnipeg? That, that is, like, it's, it's if you brutal. guys thought that TPC was cold and snowy this year, you guys didn't experience Winnipeg last year. I'm pretty sure I just grew my nipples back running across the street from Earl's. Yeah, that was so cool. Regina's the same way, right? And it's unfortunate, but it's um, we're a wintertime sport. Nobody wants to play in the summer, so yeah, we have uh, wintertime sport in in winter hell. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Jamie, I'm no no offense. It's uh, winter peg, right? So. It just it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But everybody got home safe, I think, so even better. Any more exciting news you guys want to share? I know uh, Dexter's itching to uh, put a dig in at uh, Mr. Weber. Oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago, the uh, the Oilers <laughs> faced the Blues, and the Blues uh, the Blues beat them, and Adam came in and was like, we may not, we may not lose a game. We may not lose a game this year. And now they're on an eight-game losing streak, and they are three and eight, so... Um, the hockey gods, I'm sure, smacked Weber in the face at 11. Yeah. Okay. We also live in winter hell, but <laughs> just just so you know, but uh, there's just there's just nothing blocking the wind. Like that's the thing about Regina, you know. Albert Street is just a funnel of like cold Arctic air. That's all it is. So. Yeah. Not saying yeah. shirt park was any better this weekend. It was cold. It was cold, but it also kept our kings cold outside, so that was excellent. <laughs> uh, Palmer, the average pro shirt's a big hit this TPC weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, sold like hotcakes. Yeah, and it, it's funny because I, I mentioned to Palmer I didn't see anybody on Sunday. <laughs> big surprise they didn't make the cut. <laughs> Yeah, and we have yet to see our cut from your pop-up shop. Yeah, it must. They're, they're, the room the room rental is forty. Room rental is about forty an hour, so two hundred bucks to send it our way. And I do want to point out the average pro said they aren't doing thirty-five; they're doing twenty-five. But those guys sold it for thirty-five, and so they're nothing against their word. So, uh, bags of crap, I tell you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but but we can talk about one average pro that did very well on the weekend in, in a little bit here. Once yeah yeah we will talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I think this is a perfect time to bring in our uh, our guest. But uh, we just want to thank our patrons. You can become a patron at patreon.com/slash/fivepinuniverse for as little as two dollars a month and help support us. Um, we can't thank you guys enough. It uh, keeps us afloat and keeps us doing these podcasts for you every week and. Um, essentially started everything that 5pin you has been doing including the 5pl so once again thank you patrons you're without your support this wouldn't be a thing so um so without further ado should we bring in the tpc at sherwood champion of 2022 yeah let's do that mr brad moens Hit, Hello guys. Hit every pocket in the final. Why don't you know it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was something else. But but we'll maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later. Brad had no idea where he was at once at all during the finals or any of his matches. He actually had to go back and watch a lot of the streams in order <laughs> to know who he played and how close it was. <laughs> Yeah, there was, a, there was a couple matches where I was like, I tried counting back. I was like, who, okay, I played this person, I played this person. I think I played that person. I, I Did I play that person? I played that person. I was just like, I think I'm missing one or two people in there. And to be honest, like, I didn't know how close some of the games were or how far ahead I was in any of the games. Like, I didn't look at the scoreboard barely at all on Sunday. It's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So how how does that work? I mean, I know for example, we can talk a little bit about um, about some of your matches right now, but uh, and a little bit later. But we had 
like for example, you you played Mitch in the in the finals on the on the one side there, right? Yeah. And you th yeah, and you threw through the strike. I remember in ten, and you got jacked because. But how did you know you won? <laughs> right? Uh, you don't watch the score. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like it's <laughs> I. I can I, I can understand like where I am in the match sort of like I I listen I don't really watch a whole lot while the other person's bowling um, so I can I can kind of get an idea of what they've done how they're feeling what they're doing and kind of stuff so with that one shot with Mitch there yeah like I I threw the ball I got a strike and then it was kind of like the crowd went pretty wild. Like it was, it was loud in there when I threw that strike, and um, I kind of just knew that it was over at that point. Yeah. So, so you could be have two hundred points in a match and just run up total because you don't know where you are. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've got kind of a funny story um, about that. We were playing at the provincial for open the one year at the Golden Mile. We were playing uh, PA on lanes one and two, I believe it was. And I was leadoff. Um, I was bowling head-to-head -head against Lonnie Akers. And I can't, I'm pretty sure it was 10th frame. I went up and threw, like, I don't know how many strikes I was on, but I threw a huge strike. And I came back, and I wasn't watching the score. I didn't know what the score was. And I gave a big fist pump. And... Um, I almost died because <laughs> I punched Car or I punched Lonnie in the chest because <laughs> he, he he was at the, he was at the ball return and I thought he was gonna murder me. <laughs> but, but after after I threw that strike, I looked up. I was like, oh, I, yeah, that, that match is over. So, <laughs> so I toned it down a little bit after that. And, but um, yeah, like I don't I try not to watch the scoreboard because for whatever reason, um, just kind of knowing where I am in the match, um, knowing that I'm just throwing good and feeling well, um, has treated me very well over the years. And I don't know if it's just like a subconscious thing of, I see that I've got a string of strikes and it's like, okay, you just squeeze the ball slightly tighter or you, you kind of just push it just that little bit or try to get cute with it. But um, I've always just found over the years, just getting up, feeling good, and just focusing on executing that one good shot has uh, worked really well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I don't feel bad about Lenny's aces because you never even saw that. So that's okay, I guess. In, uh, in Regina that one year. When when yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I don't remember seeing it. I remember hearing the punch. And then it was kind of, everyone was kind of like, oh. And I was like, oh, that's, oh, what just happened? And then everyone like went, went crazy. And it's like, I looked up, I was like, oh, you got aces to beat me by one. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. I definitely look at the scores all the time, but I won't watch people throw balls. I'll listen. Yep. I'll listen to hear what people are doing when they're throwing balls. Mm -hmm. But I'll look at the scores, but I won't watch them physically throw a ball. Yeah. I don't know why. Same. I do I do it all. Whatever. 
Maybe that's why I don't. Maybe that's why I don't win anything. You'll do. You'll do. You'll do it all except for slap people's hands, eh? I'm sorry, <laughs> Sly. I'm sorry, Sly. You should. Uh, I, you should give a public apology right now to Sly. You know what? Um, I do apologize to Sly. I had no idea that his hand was out there at that point on five and six. Um, but I mean, it's Jeff Young. He's just trying to stir the pot. So. Uh, <laughs> but Jeff Young was right. Yeah, yeah, you know. Walked right by. <laughs> All after, right. after, I think like that was the first time you threw a strike in a little while. But yeah, you just walked past him, and I think it was still a tight match. Like I think Sly needed a big strike to stay in it, and you just walked right by him. Maybe he punched ten, and that's why he punched. He got in his kitchen. No, no. <laughs> it was it was all right. It is what it is. I feel bad. It was because it was Sly, but. Oh, here we go. Oh, let's see this. Do you know what? This this was the first game. End of the first game. Oh, it's real choppy. Let me try oh. that again. Real great internet there, Wiseman. What is going on? <laughs> Anyways, you can see Sorry, it clearly whiff, whiff on Sly over and over. See, look, look at that. Look at that. Ruthless. He, he gave him the... The, I'm gonna brush my hair here, and I'll see you later. <laughs> That's probably a compliment, there, Brad. I don't have much hair, so it works out great. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, I guess instead of diving in on Brad's win and all that stuff, we should start kind of at the at the start of the tournament. Obviously, yeah. there's a Thursday shift where there's. Um, a few qualifiers that shot really huge, and then the rest of the field kind of fell back. There was a big gap. Yeah, there's only only four to only four uh, qualified: uh, Lonnie, Mikey, uh, Greg, and Matt Eisenhower. Uh, Jordan barely missed out, same as Jeremy Harry Simchuk. But uh, let's 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 make note: Lonnie had two four hundreds that shift. He he absolutely looked dynamite on that shift. He had no three hundreds and shot twenty. 300 or something like that right? 2370 yeah, yeah 2370 yeah. insane but you know what he was he was just he was putting the ball down right at the line and just torquing it like just the amount of like spin that that guy had on that day was outrageous it did not matter where he hit it was just nuts just watching everything long it was awesome it was so cool to see um but he wishes you uh re-oiled on sunday <laughs> <laughs> i bet you he did yep yep so does my slider. I cleaned up his ball marks all day long with my with my foot. Yeah, you know, the black soft roll leaving uh, black marks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, two four um, hundreds for him in in three games. That's that's pretty incredible. Um, two of the three, I think it was only three four hundreds this year, right? I think that was it. Yeah, I think so. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, I had two three ninety nines. I know Lonnie was a little little chap that he lost a high game pot, but that's the way you want to lose it if you're going to lose it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. People don't know what we're talking about. Bradley Tickcat threw a perfect game at the TPC on Championship Sundays. Took down a cool $8,600. Yeah. Yeah, he was super locked in for that, that game, too. You could just see it. From a distance, you could see it right away. I remember I was on nine and ten, and Danny was on seven and eight. He was on three and four, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three and four. So Len's favorite lanes, and uh, 
daddy daddy comes up to me he's like dude do you think he's gonna throw it and like his first shot was an absolute bomb like there's absolutely no way he doesn't throw it like uh-huh. it's just everything is so crisp out of his hat at that time it was it was so good um, yeah his first yeah. ball in 10 was left pocket his second ball was right pocket his third ball was left pocket yeah um i will say that brad's seventh seventh strike or eighth strike seventh i think it was he absolutely threw a brick right at the middle and just cracked <clears throat> and i looked at cindy right afterwards he's like he's gonna throw it because that's the ball you need to do to carry your game right and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you gotta get the one the one cracker yeah. the one thin slider or something like that to get away yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Cra- crazy we, we'll talk about the format a little bit later but brad throws a perfect game and loses his match right so mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah against robin wilson that yeah, was it, uh I like it. I like yeah. the format change. But yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get into it in a little bit. Um, so the Invitational. Uh, yeah. We had the Open Invitational for $1,000 and then the Ladies Invitational for $500. Mm-hmm. Um, 16, 16 men ended up entering the Open side of it. Um, and eight ladies uh, joined the $500 Invitational. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the final for the men was, or for the Open Division was... Tyler against Jordan Schuetz. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the average pro train. The average pro train. Um, Jordan, Jordan and Tyler both played very well, obviously getting to the finals. Um, Jordan uh, punched 10 to lose to Tyler, right? And, and it was kind of a back-and-forth match with tempos and all that other stuff was going each way. Um, so Tyler played well, a back-to-back champ. That's pretty sweet, and... Uh, and uh, obviously, Jordan coming second is is no uh, no bad feat as well, right? So is that the first double champion in the Invitational? <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, it is, and first back to back too. Yeah. Even in ladies, I don't think we have a we don't have a back to back in ladies either. Right. Which yeah, is crazy. it's pretty pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, some like. Some some great matches. Seeing Scott Hawker win his first match is is nice to see. He's been working really hard in his game. Um, Jaden Alguer, you know, yeah. he's coming out. I'm a seventeen year old kid. He does he doesn't look phased by anything really. He seems very very comfortable in all situations, which is pretty awesome to see too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know him and uh, Johnstone's match came down pretty much right to the end. Yeah, it did. Yeah, uh, the five jo- five game match. Johnny had to throw a double, I think, in ten, and he just got a little fast. But uh, that was a good one. Obviously, seeing JB come out and um, get some experience, unfortunately against Adam. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a slow match. I will say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was slow. Slow match. Yeah. Um, was- so, with in regards to that. Uh, Sunday it didn't seem like it was a major issue, but the Invitational did. Is that something, because um, KG in Saskatoon used to do it back in the day, is this the time where we start bringing chess clocks back? Because slow play is a huge issue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, I, I, mean. I, I will say that we finished at the same time we normally do on the Invitational, thankfully. Just a couple minutes, so maybe it was, it was, I think we finished at eleven fifteen. Where it was we, we clock until eleven, so it's not so bad. Um, it's not. It's not the total time taken. It's the the time between 
when your first round ends and some of your players are already done their match and they're waiting hour to play yeah. their next round. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think and, the time that we having, should have and done having it. the ladies sit around for an hour and a half doing absolutely nothing yeah. is a big issue too, right? Like they should be, we should almost be doing their entrance after the five game match. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I think I think the time we should have implemented it was like, what four years ago at, at Autumn Open, <laughs> like like Bobby I, I absolutely <laughs> no no I absolutely love Kevy Kevy Holdsworth is one of my favorite people. He's an awesome <laughs> dude, but like I could have absolutely murdered that man that year at Autumn Open when I would I would literally wait thirty minutes between every single game match every single time like there's no reason why a a one-on-one match should go 40 minutes ever ever so yeah something we should consider i i you know i think i bitched about every weekend about how pace of play and i i'm slower i'm slower i will say but um it's you see it in the shifts. You see it everywhere. It's just not. It's not proper anymore. I mean, people are not paying attention. Um, not being prepared to play, right? So I think that's a huge issue out there. So, um, we we might, the ladies invitational. Um, obviously, Jenna uh, beat uh, Chantel Sear. It was uh, it was a good match. Uh, well, it was a it was a tight knit match. Let's put it that way. Uh, the first game was yeah. a barn burner, one seventy two, yeah. one sixty six after the first game, but uh, it was a close game and it was uh, all around. Uh, it was a great ex, great uh, showing by the ladies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was good though. Um, yeah, and I will say the ladies filled up that invitational faster than than ours by, um, well, the thousand dollar one, which could be both men and ladies uh, faster than anybody else. So. Kudos to the ladies for stepping up and wanting to play that. But uh, there's some really good matches in there too, like uh, yeah, absolutely. The Jenna Heidi match was really good. Um, I didn't see the the Alyssa Michaela match play out. Do you guys remember the scores? That I think been a really intense match. I, I think Alyssa lost in ten or something like that. Okay, so it was really close. I think it was close. Yeah. And I know Melissa made a post about uh, losing back-to-back years to Michaela, so maybe next year she'll she'll end up getting her. So it was a good match, and good sportsmanship all around for everybody there. So it was yeah. good. Um, and then we moved on to Friday, uh, Friday morning. We had um, we had a full shift of forty-eight, and out of that shift, I mean, if I do it across. Top top six made it. Sorry, seven. Dwayne was the bubble boy, so right. uh, shooting three forty one his last game. Um, at some points, I'm, so honestly, after Friday, we can talk about it. After Friday, totally thought the cut would be a lot worse. Um, mm-hmm. Score the weather hit the scores the, didn't play like it's been playing all year, um, and I thought, man, it's going to be a lower cut than than what we thought. Uh, but uh, 21-37 ended up being the cut. 
um, which ended up being um, Dwayne. But we had Tyler McLean from, he's not well known. He's from uh, Williams Lake, BC. Williams he plays uh-huh. very well. Derek Holm, we had Kyle Young, Alyssa Campbell with three L's, um, <laughs> Matt Schultz, and Kelsey Walton with Dwayne. So um, great showing. Two ladies making the cut on Friday morning definitely is uh, exciting on that end as well. Yeah, they, uh, going through the weekend, you could tell, like, Thursday, they were real, real wet and straight. Friday, kind of the same play, but Saturday, they sure dried out. So, like, you could all of a sudden see the scores start coming. Yeah. They you know, and, and Saturday, uh, Thursday, Thursday Invitational wasn't that bad scoring either. It's just, I think, the pace of plays there and a little bit more rhythm, right? And and match play, uh-huh. too. Yeah. Match play is a little yeah. bit different than qualifying. Brings yeah. out uh, some uh, yeah. big games. Um, honorable mention, Sly actually shot 400 in that, in that shift as well. Oh, there we go. So four. Four. Yeah, there we go. Um, then if you look at uh, Friday afternoon, for Friday afternoon, we had 11. 11 qualified. So you had Adam Weber shooting 23-17. You had Mr. Brad Moens. There you go, Brad. One shift and done uh, Bradley Tickat, Kevin Holdsworth, Gary Baird, Dexter Wiseman, uh, Rob Wolfson, Ian Howe, Alana Anseth, Rylan Willier, and Colton Uswa. Like, I was saying on Sunday, there there's not a bad 40 cut anymore or top 32. Everybody has, uh, everybody's a great shooter nowadays. You don't get that easy match on Sunday, right? You get that lucky match. Um, some Some really great scores. Um, crazy to think that the top three, Brad, oh yeah, top three, um, crazy. So we, we brought the 225 pot in, right? We, we took that idea from Nebs. It was really well received out here. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if Brad put his name in, probably not. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, look at you. Okay. So you, <laughs> you so you did that and, um, and you obviously got a little bit of cash on, on that as well. Yeah, yeah, we split four ways on on the Friday afternoon shift. How much did you make off that? Uh, Two fifty five. So <laughs> I was actually I was actually talking with a few people about it, and yeah, like it was it was a very good idea. Like you guys did a really good job bringing that in, and um, like we I talk I don't know how many people I talked to, but like the one point that I kind of made about it was you have a so so shift like everybody does every once in a while and it's like you struggle to hit 270 280 for a few games but you stay above that 225 like you have enough people in the shifts that you can make your your shift money back like you you don't have to throw a high game to make a singles pot you don't have to throw high games and and be in there with doubles but you can just be smooth and consistent and and play another shift if you don't play as well as you want to yeah De- definitely had to thank the Englands or the, or the people's idea out in Ontario over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, ju- we just definitely piggybacked and stole their idea. So I'll give them all the credit in the world on that. But uh, Brad Wilton was a bit like, for example, he said, man, I got to play another shift for free because I yep. was a 225 pot. But the crazy thing was, I mean, when I played my shift, I had just under 2000 for s- seven. And I was going into the last game, you know, you're in a good spot. You want to make the top 24, but you're, you're aiming to make the cut too, right? And you know, the, 
I mean, it was it was a low score. I didn't have to really worry about, but I was nervous. Two twenty five. I had to break two twenty five, right? <laughs> and and Weber was the same way. He said, "This is stupid. Yeah. Like, like we have to hit two twenty five, and we're nervous over this stuff." And but it's money. <laughs> it's it's right. It's it's a decent chunk of money, and so you, you yeah. got to grind out a little bit on it. So yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised, and I hope um, I hope the other other tour stops maybe you want to take a look at it. Um, I know the doubles. The doubles isn't pain like it normally used to in the past, no. right? Yeah, I mean, first place I think on the, our on our big shift was only three ninety for this, for the, for the pair, right? Yeah. You make uh two twenty. Was it two fifty? You said right. So yeah, it was two fifty five. Split two fifty five four ways. So it's a thousand dollars in there. It's a lot more yeah. cash to be had, right? Yeah. 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 Because it's one that everybody can win. Everybody mm -hmm. can win. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, it it motivates you to dig some games out too you know like if you're if you feel it down on yourself and you're getting pissed off but like you've got a hundred and hundred and forty and in, in eight and you're like well shit like the least i could do is bang out here and then get myself to 225 and stay in that yeah. pot you know mm -hmm. just changes mindset a little bit it's neat yeah i like it or, yeah, it's a great idea out there Brian. or you have a couple of those shots where it's like you just get roasted and how many times you see somebody go up there and just whip it past or go straight yeah. in the gutter. Now it's like, okay, like I make this spare and I've got an extra 15 points to get to that 225. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so stupid, but so far. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So stupid. And, Kathy, we were, we were talking about 220 and I think, I think originally like before NABS, they used to do 220 and they did some work on it. They figured out the 225 was actually better. And Blair went back and did the stats on it from last year. And it, it the 225 to 220 changed the number of winners by like 10. Like it was an outrageous oh, wow. number of people that got stuck in between those two numbers. Um, so yeah, <laughs> 225 makes it exponentially harder, I guess. It's interesting. <laughs> you wouldn't think five points would make that much of a difference, but it does. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So yeah, and then um, so we're talking about move on to Friday night doubles. Um, after another seven-hour Friday afternoon shift, that I'll, that I'll, <laughs> that I just want to hang myself over, but that's fine. Uh, but anyways, the doubles went well. We ended up uh, with only forty-eight this year. We only took forty-eight. Uh, ended up with forty-seven altogether. Um, pace of play was much better. I, I will say it was it was better pace of play. I can't imagine us having uh, four on a lane because we would have ended up being forever on that. So, um, yeah, honestly, yeah, having it felt so much nicer down in the pit. Like you still had six people, but some were up up top and some were down below, and we had lots of space to move. It was so it was honestly so much nicer and yes it does affect you know obviously the uh the payouts a little bit but at the end of the day um everybody got out at a half decent time they were out at we were done at 1 30 rather than done at 3 30 um and uh the pace of play was good and and everyone got some sleep so um i'm glad we made that change yeah absolutely a positive change mm -hmm. for sure it was um, and Rich Weber and Mar Marcello absolutely crushed it at one point. They were oh, doing yeah. really well. And I'll give Rich Weber 
it's birthday today, so happy birthday, Rich. But um, he didn't rip a three pin out in ten when he needed for the <laughs> when he needed to throw the strike. So um, miracles do happen, right? So must have been the snow in the festive season. So uh, good job, guys, there on that. Yeah, great, great, great shooting. Um, it was good, and then obviously uh, with the finals, um, came down right to the end again. It was crazy. Um, Miller versus Miller and Danny Bear versus Derek Holm and Brittany. Um, I believe Derek opened up ten, and then Danny, I needed to throw. Oh, it was it was, if I remember correctly, he needed some. He needed to throw like a more than a, a count. I think he needed the clean. Yeah, right. but he got he got seven count right, and if he if he straight if he straight punched yes. it, he would he had no chance. So he got yeah, seven count, right. and did he need to pick up win. the three pin and the three two, and yeah, he, he ended up them all. Rip it, he ran, ran it up the the deuce out to not not win, but uh, uh, still a valiant effort. They, both those guys, Miller and Danny, uh, bought a lot of diapers with that money, so it worked out okay. <laughs> and uh, and Derek and uh, Brittany took home the title. Um, it was funny. I was talking to Kevy Holdsworth, speaking of Kev, and uh, he said he would have went instead of going the, for the three-two first, he would have went for the three-pin first, just the solo one. I don't know what the method would have been, um, but he said I would rip the th the right three-pin out first for a chance at a kickback huh. and maybe clip the deuce or something. Yeah, something. I think that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm super conservative when it comes to that, right? Um, but there is some valiant effort on that af aspect too, right? So, yeah, and if if you're not playing on a on a strike or something, you're not looking for that extra count. So, there's there's no real harm in it going whichever side then. Well, yeah. if you whiff on that, you look like a fool either way. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and and thank thank Brad Glint for making that three pin spare the hardest in the world, right? So. <laughs> Uh, See, I, I don't know. I still think I still think I'd rather shoot for the one with the three two because at least if you cherry that three pin, you still have a chance to slide the other three pin across to get it. Uh -huh. You know, get, mm -hmm. you get the other the other deuce. I don't know. That shot's a lot harder though. Where if you just shoot yeah. the three pin, you can hit it square, and you never know what you kick you're gonna get. Uh -huh. Where if you're trying to slide that thing on your last shot, like that's such a pressure shot. Yeah. There, there's not much room for error in that shot. You have to, be, no. <laughs> you have to hit it just right with the just the right amount of spin. Yeah, yeah. Cheering the three pin to get it, the other three pin is a little ridiculous too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of an interesting take. I don't know if I would ever do it that way. You'd rather go. Yeah, I'd rather know on the second ball if I'm going to win or not instead of the third ball. But mm -hmm. pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think I think if I get the three two, I don't know if I if you if you miss the three pin, you look like an idiot, right? And then uh -huh. if you hit the three two on the on the left to start, and you miss the three pin on the third ball, you look like you choked. So I mean, I I, I don't know but which if, one. But is if the, you the cherry the three pin, like pretty much everybody does, then you can just blame the lane. True, true. I mean, da <laughs> da Danny just played it safe and ripped out the deuce. I mean, That's he right. was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure he loves that yeah i've worked out well but anyways it, it, all in all it was it was a great success and uh happy to have that change in there mm. um then we moved on to our four shift for the tpc 
uh, and 11 qualified Saturday morning. Uh, so Tyler <laughs> shot on real 2500, 2504. Sylvain was 2400. Um, you started seeing the scores a little bit more, a um, little bit more better, more better, a little bit better. Um, <laughs> Ma Ma oh, Ma Ma Matthew Harms, Brett Mouseman, myself, uh, Jaden, uh, Justin Langrup, Alex Taylor, Mike Elder, and uh, Sean Tompkins ended up making it as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Honorable mention to Mark Miller's uh, F-bomb. Uh, oh, yeah. Heard around the world. But you know what? In, in, in all yeah, fairness, I, I, you know what? It's the last ball. It means something. It is what it is, right? And uh, I'm okay with it. It wasn't like anybody else was getting distracted or getting screwed over on it. Um, so it is what it is. But I will say there was a bunch of people that were close. Chris, op I think Bradford opened the last two frames or three frames. He was close. Uh, Sasha came out. He started really hot that eighth game, and uh, it would have been nice for him to to uh, kind of make the cut. I think the, the, those boys are gonna be around for a while. So, um, yeah. and Carrie was close, and Katie was close. Just uh, just didn't get any luck the last couple games, right? So six head pins that last game. That was fun. Yeah. Four yeah. in a row. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, and then finally, we had the last shift on the Friday afternoon. It worked out okay. Um, we didn't fill up the full 80. Um, but we ended up with uh, 65 on it. And we ended up with only seven qualifiers. Mm -hmm. So we had Mitch. Mitch, uh, five shifting, he found a line. So. Uh, Oh my God. He, he came out outrageous. And I think the yeah. big thing was, is like, you know, the other games, the other shifts, he all started with like 225, 250, 240. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. He, he put himself behind the eight ball right away. And he started off that shift confident. He started, he started throwing strikes right away. And as soon as he started throwing strikes and everything else got easier, he shot 300 the first game. And then it was like, like he was back to his old self. He wasn't trying as mm -hmm. hard anymore. And then it was his goal was basically to get to like I don't know, like like he was he was gonna have his his highest shift before that in like six and a half games is what his goal was gonna be. And he pretty much did it. <laughs> yeah. Um obviously Randy Morset comes in, plays his one shift again and qualifies. Um yeah, he's so good. Underrated yeah. from Winnipeg. I don't think people hear enough of him, but he's a great shooter. Uh John Moans Played well. Mike Herbert, Danny Barrett, Ryan, Ryan Record. Awesome story about Josie. Uh, she was really clutch the last two games. Um, great to see Josie make it. Um, I, I, yeah. I, Par Parker was close. Obviously, Anthony had a bunch of strikes coming into. It was close. Brad was up there. Um, I will say, honorable mention, if you look at number 14, Colton qualified, and he was... I think he's the only one that went try to get a higher seating, so he wasn't in the in the twenty five to forty range, right? So he didn't have the first round. He would have a first yeah, round. Yeah, he, he was definitely going to make that cut. Dwayne's another one that played a couple more shifts after he had qualified, but he was more so right on that. Well, he was the bubble, right? Mm -hmm. So he was the he was he didn't, wasn't sure he was going to qualify, but uh, Colton was sure that he was in. He was, or he was pretty confident he was in. He was looking for a higher yeah. seat. Um, I felt really bad. So, at the final, the final game is my that's that's my favorite thing in five people only. It's the final game of the qualifying, 
and just yeah. watching all the things crumble around and just just see where everything ends up and uh and I felt I felt really bad because like I brought it around looking at all the stuff and like I, I see what's going on with Dwayne over here and Parker because Parker needed the double in ten double quarter in ten to catch Dwayne and be ahead of Dwayne by one and he left a quarter. Um he went strike quarter, so he didn't get in. Um and yeah, he had a foul in there. And then I go back to mm-hmm. see what Josie needed, and Josie needed like she was on a spare, and she needed she needed thirty total, like uh, including her count on the spare. So, um, not a ton, but Gary comes up to me, he's like, I don't know what she needs. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she needs thirty, and I didn't realize that Josie was sitting right in front of me. As <laughs> he turns and looks at me, goes, Yeah, not fun. <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, I'm sorry. But then she we proceeded to go up through it, through a double, and like absolutely crush it. So it was awesome. <laughs> She clutched up hard. But, but, but you look, look I, at Anthony. Finished 700, right? That's, I mean, that's, nope. that's you know, um, coming back from really nothing to shooting something big. Those are those are the, uh, even though you don't make the cut, those are the one, kind of the ones that you look back on and it's like, okay, I feel I feel good about coming back and not quitting, right? So, yep. yeah. yeah, it was good that way. But, yeah, so if we go to the consolidated decks, has it there without duplicates yeah yeah um so the cut was for the 24s was kyle young at 22 25 and then if you go scroll down a little bit the the real cut was 21 37 if it was a top 31 cut that we had previous years um it would have been riding record 2180 so it was up actually 16 pins from last year yeah yeah so interesting. That's, uh, that's sort of what you kind of look at. You can see some of the close ones there. Um, you always wonder a couple of balls here and there, a couple miss missed uh, pickup wood don't doesn't make you that right. So well, yeah. and and like I said, Parker had a foul up. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yes, I did. I missed it by forty. <laughs> <laughs> I, really I was gonna jump. I I will say um, I think I took twenty one forty seven or twenty one forty six for the cut. I'm trying to find where I saved that. <laughs> well, your 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 yours is like twenty one eighty twenty one ninety. You thought you. Th- I think Daryl oh, shot no, or said, said like twenty one thirty four or something like that for the forty cut. He was trying to price the right rule, and yours is twenty one fifty. I think, Carrie. I said yeah, I said twenty one sixty two. I I knew what Sean said twenty one sixty two for or twenty one sixty five for the regular cut, but I think it was at like twenty two hundred for the second one. Man, you know what? You're right, Mitch. I think I'll I'll take you on this one. Mitch knows things. I really wish Dexter <laughs> found that file now because I don't. Well, know you know what? Just, I, wise, j- j- I was just listen to the last pod- Just listen to the last podcast. <laughs> I, I think I had 21.46. I think I'll be fair about it, but I'll take 21.36 and uh, and and I'm an absolute god, so that's just... Uh... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's what everybody needs to hear. Yeah. Tim is an absolute god. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm funny. Um, so then, and then, so obviously there was a new, uh, for Sundays, for Sunday there was a new um, new format. We took the top 40. Except the top 32, we didn't have Constellation anymore. 
So, um, I, I think anybody, <laughs> I think anybody who is there, nobody complained about not having consolation. No. Right. So, it, I mean, Brad and I talked a little bit. You said not one word was said. So. No, I didn't hear anything bad. Like everyone that I talked to figured it was a decent change. Like there was, there wasn't that rush at the end of the night on Saturday to try to figure out who's making it to Sunday or try to figure out how late you're going to be up. And then obviously you play well in that or whatever, like your adrenaline's going, you're not going to bed for two or three hours afterwards. So yeah, no, it, I, I really enjoyed how, um, how it went. Like, obviously I didn't have to play or worry later on, but like, if I have, I've played the consolation before in multiple tournaments and sometimes it's late and it's a long grind. Yeah. And how nice was it to know that you weren't starting before 10 o'clock on Sunday morning? That was a big thing too. Mind you, I'm pretty sure the girls were up, so yeah. it didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, I only heard little tidbits of like feedback from the, the first round on Sunday morning. Um, I, I heard from Danny Bear and Taylor McCaw. And both, both of them, I mean, they were facing each other, and both of them loved it. Daddy's mm -hmm. like, this was like, Daddy had so much fun. I mean, obviously, Daddy won, so yeah. it's always more fun when you win. But, like, he said it's been a long time since he had his heart rate going like that. First thing in the morning, 9 a.m., okay, it's do or die. Mm -hmm. That's you, you win, you're in, you get your second life. I was comparing it to Mario. I was like, you want to go out there, you want to you want to go get, catch your coins, and you want to go get your extra lives. <laughs> and, like, and that's kind of what it was like first thing in the morning. But the intensity was there because you want to move on to the next round. You have to win. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, – I didn't hear anything negative. I have heard other ideas as to what else we could do in the morning as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it, it sounds like people I – didn't, I didn't hear complaints. So yeah. we'll take that as yeah. a positive. And I think one – sorry, go ahead, Tim. No, go ahead, Brad. Okay, well, one other thing to kind of – what you just mentioned there, Dex, um, with you guys only having the 16 lanes and the Gold Mile only having the 16 lanes, the first 32s on both sides are always that slow, like, this isn't really match play. You kind of have to struggle through it, right? Like, by having that first match like that, like, it is match play right away. Like, it's, you get to get that energy going. You can get on a roll and do whatever you need to. Whereas, like, I, for whatever reason, I always find that first 32 matches is kind of just a crapshoot. It's if you can get on a roll and go, you can, but you don't, you don't have that match play vibe of it until you get past that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I do agree on that. It's a little bit tough sometimes as well, right? So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, we we, we had some discussions on. Um, some people brought up doing the A side and the B side. <laughs> um, doing the A side and the B side, uh, and like a match for each of them, so you can see some of the qualifiers on might only have one life, but they still get to go on. Yeah. Um, be honest, we never even we came up with a new format. Probably totally missed it, right? I mean, that's something we didn't discuss, um, but. 
that's something for us to look at as a committee for next year. Um, but all in all, I think the the new format with that top 40 and no constellation. The one bonus is if you did make the 40s and you lost in your your one match, at least you made your $500 call qualifying money. At least at least there was that. At least um, it, it would suck if you came and played and didn't make any money back, right? So, mm -hmm. um, uh, I I think the format was was a good idea. Um, and it was needed, and honestly, the constellation. For so many years, Carrie knows we sat in that room and not argued, but um, played devil's advocate over it. And for us to finally cut it, and for it to be successful, and and to be think, nobody came, cared about you it. You came up with a good solution to it. That's that's uh -huh. the difference. You just didn't cut the thirty second spot. You added another eight spots to the tournament. So that consolation yeah. now becomes almost null, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, it, it was a fair solution, and and I will say that was that's our stats guru Blair Tuck's idea. He came up with it, and um, usually Blair comes up with good ideas that are smart and makes us all look good. So yeah, and we definitely <laughs> wanted to avoid going to a forty-eight cut. Forty-eight was uh, uh -huh. a, a number that was like too substantial, I think, and waters everything down, and then that would that would really that would really affect the number of re-entries, I believe, as well, and then. Then that's a spiral, right? That all of a sudden you get yeah. less entries, less prize money, paying out more people. Then it's just, it's tough. So I think the forty cut was a nice balance. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So it was it was a good format, and then obviously uh, the B side was a uh, a different format. We wanted to vary ourselves from from Regina. Um, so we did make the when the top 32 was set after the first round play. Um, uh, obviously, this, the B side was best two out of three, and the A side was still normal. Um, it has some mixed reviews, I think. Uh, I I personally thought it was it was different playing two different formats. You play one match, you go over and play. Had have a, you had to have a different mindset for the next one, right? Yeah. Obviously, you want to play well, but. Getting up in the first match was big, right? Um, uh -huh. But uh, but I don't but know. playing a thirty frame match is so different from playing a ten frame match. It's yeah. uh, it is it's really different, uh, but it's it's fun. It's a different kind of engagement, and I I really enjoyed it. And I heard a lot of people played that did really enjoy doing it too, um, uh -huh. or even even watching. They loved watching it because it was it was a different sort of engagement. I didn't I didn't hear a lot of negative i heard a lot of positive there was there's one situation where someone was less aware i should say i guess um and so there was they were upset at the moment but um outside of that um i i thought i thought having the b-side doing the two out of three was awesome i thought it was really unique and cool and different just adds another dynamic to the tournament right uh -huh. yeah like the same old thing all the way up. We already do that in Regina. We've already done that TPC for how long? So, adding that next that next step, that next evolution of the tournament, I think it'll bring people in more than it'll deter people for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and I still think people would play whether they like it or not for the most part. So, um, cra crazy format. We talk about the format. Yeah. Brad shoots four fifty in the thirty twos yeah. against Robbie Wolfson, and the and then side. boom, on the B side, and then he loses his next two matches. 
he was mm-hmm. up it was up 200 pins if it was a pinfall away and it didn't and like i guess robbie looked at me afterwards and he said um well it just it was i'm only down one i still have two more games left right so um i think that is that that's what i like to see in a way nothing against brad losing that but there's a lot of times where somebody's hit hot the first game and you're down by 100 150 sometimes and mm-hmm. it's tough to come back it, it's a different format you have to think about it a lot differently right so yeah yeah it works yeah, out you don't really have well. to sit there just you don't have to sit there and think about just picking away at it okay mm-hmm. well i got two games left like let's just slowly pick away at this it's gone it's over yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter now <laughs> uh-huh. yeah you're right there's maybe a baby or two in the pit and uh <laughs> it, it was handled eloquently by mitch davies yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you're right um yeah so yeah it was uh it was it was a good format change there's some good matches um i don't know if you if we want to look at maybe some of the on the a side there uh, or how we how we got there i'll pull that up here for myself here uh <laughs> Do we just let him struggle? No, he, he's just no. gonna look at it. He's not gonna try and share it. Yeah, duh. Like <laughs> it's amateur over. I already have this already here. So, um, yeah, some good matches. Uh, first one. Every everything kind of was kind of it is what it is, right? Uh-huh. I, I don't know what you're saying right now. Me neither. Yeah, what do you mean? I'm, 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 looking for, I'm looking for some help here, guys. I'm looking for some Everything help. Everything is kind of, oh, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if there was any super close matches. A lot of them were kind of decided early. Obviously, you can tell by the grayed out means incomplete. Yeah. Um, there were some completed matches, but it looks like there's quite a bit of scoring discrepancy. So probably somebody punched in 10 or something like that. So... Yeah, yeah. Or, or they played it out just to stay warm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, ours like if you look at me and Derek's, Derek needs some uh, one actually a little bit, a uh, little bit more reps in there, and that's why you saw same as Kyle Young. Kyle Young and John were on the same ones as ours, so that's why we finished. We let him play. Mister yeah. Barker, it's actually next week. Just so you know. Yeah. Shows how much love Steve has, eh? Thanks, Steve. Hey, as a patron, <laughs> yeah. show him all the love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll show him love. Yeah. Um, again, like looking at some of the matches going through, it was um, some nice, nice, nice bowling across the board there. I, I don't know. Da- Danny was fighting for everything all the way through. Uh-huh. Dan- I, uh, Danny had a whole ton of super close matches in here. But I, I yeah. don't think. I don't think there's an easy match nowadays, though. No, there isn't. No, there's not. So, so Brad, you uh, you lost to Robbie on the front on the front half here, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he seems like to be like your kryptonite. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He's <laughs> he's a really good bowler, like super nice guy too. I don't know if that plays into it at all either, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just I felt okay throwing against him. I just. I couldn't get into that rhythm like I normally do and just, just like let things flow. Like um, the first the first game, I think I had a bunch of head pins in there and kind of got down a little bit, but not too much. 
second game I played half decent and brought it back and was within something at least. And then the third game, whether I was maybe just pushing a little bit or, or didn't have kind of the right rotation on the ball. But um, I know in that match, the last, I went six, seven, eight, nine, right corner pin spares. And then 10th frame, I needed something and threw kind of just a, a lazy ball and, and punched on it. Um, but yeah, that match, I thought that I had a chance to get something, but I, was, I wasn't overly happy with the way I played that match. But Rob played really well to, yeah. to get through it and, and get something going, right? Um, so Aaron, they technically don't have to forfeit. Because no. there's such thing as fouls and all that stuff, but it's common courtesy to forfeit if you're pretty much locked out, but you could also uh, you could ask the, the opponent if you can keep playing. That's all. Yeah, it, it's tough. I, I think a lot of people you have to look at is is my body going to extra less, less balls? You don't have to worry about a little bit of a break, or do you want to work on your game if you're struggling, right? Um, and you're or, still up or, on the other side. Or do you want to stay warm, right? I mean, like, mm -hmm. you, you throw it... For me on Sundays, throwing less balls is not something that's really in my head. It's more I would I would take less downtime in between matches over throwing less balls anytime. I don't know. I I, I would take the time off. I would take the time I, off. I like the time off too. I was you're able to decompress a little bit. Um, you're not always constantly thinking or or trying to keep yourself in that mindset. Um, you, that's, that's because you are two different people, man. True. You you are like in in the pit, like exercising demons. Like, <laughs> he's like the, he's like the ter he's like the Terminator, right? Like that's yeah. like, there's then no he's emotion. Up top and he's like, yeah. down below, you're just like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like the one thing that I don't know if it's the same for other people too, but like. Just having that little snack and keeping your energy up between games too, I thought. Um, I thought just having that fifteen twenty minute break in there was was perfect. Yeah, I agree. Getting a little snack in there definitely does help. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like uh, when you're talking about it, I there. I think there's sometimes too long of a break, right? Sometimes too long. Um, but if yeah. you're going up, if you're not going up both sides then you're going to have that break regardless, right? So mm -hmm. I, I'm superstitious. I, I think if I want to practice or let, let, let the game run out and play the full 30 frames if somebody else wants to, and I'm already up, I don't want to throw away balls, but I also don't like throwing away strikes. <laughs> I'm super <laughs> superstitious that way, right? It's like I don't want to go in here and, and go on a heater and finish up the game because you know what I'm probably gonna throw away all these strikes. I don't know. It's in my head, but I just rather just call it a done and, and get over with. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. Hey, like sometimes it doesn't matter, and you just go on a roll. And the next game, when you come back to your match, it's like okay, I'm gonna do the same thing, and it's complete opposite. You just work and work and work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I completely agree. I I don't know what I want. It, it just finish the match, get me to move on the next round, and we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was good that way. And then if you look up the B side, obviously it looks a little bit differently without all the 
the points and stuff like that. Um, I think there's a lot more two O's and um, than you think there think there is. But Brad, mm -hmm. obviously, you had a for those out there. If you're looking at the the screen that Dexter puts up there, we read redrew every match yeah right so you didn't know who your your partner was until you completed mm -hmm. which is a little bit different as well right so um normally you look at the bracket see who you're going to play you kind of have a mindset who you might play the next match that doesn't happen with this right so yeah. um did that change a little bit mindset there brad or i mean you don't look at the score anyways um for me not really um I think we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast when I was on for getting prepared for tournaments or, or getting ready to do things. Um, my mindset for the entire day was whoever I'm playing better come out and play because I'm, I'm there to win. I'm not going to sit around and, and wait for you. It was, it was like when we got on the lanes, it's go time. We're, I'm going to try to throw a strike every time. I'm going to try to throw the best ball I can. And if I don't, oh well, I'll I'll come back next frame and and show you uh, a good shot. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't mind the the reach, yeah the the random draw every time either because no it, it's kind of nice looking at it and like not knowing who you're playing next. I don't I don't care. You don't have you don't have you don't start looking ahead. Say, okay, yeah. if I beat this person, then I'm going to face this person, and then mm -hmm. that's that's going to be tough, or I could face that. Like, you, yeah. you, you know, it kind of keeps you in the moment. Like, okay, this is the only thing that matters right now, and then you don't find out who you're playing next until you until you, you hear your name announced, and okay, that's who mm -hmm. you're going because who you're facing really shouldn't change your your games your game plan, anyways. No, and like I've talked about this with a bunch of people too, where it's like, what are, what are we doing here in the tournament? Oh, it's it's the same thing you're doing in league. You're throwing a ball down the middle of a lane, trying to get five pins down. <laughs> like, the, do you hop? Do you hop like that during league? Do you no, hop I and don't. fist pop like that during league? I'm. I should probably do that. You should. Maybe, you should. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get Kevin going pretty good. Just start punching <laughs> people in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't get that into it um, in league. But like the objective is the same thing right like 100%. and the the energy level might be different and and staying um focused on the sunday is a bit different but the objective basically comes down to the same thing is you're just trying to execute that really good shot when you need it yeah no i mean um b side i know uh, on one and two, it was uh, Mike Elder and Adam Weber. Weber had to throw a strike in his last ball, literally to beat him by one. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Lonnie got a little bit unlucky, hung a corner and, and lost by one to Dexter. Um, if that corner falls, all of a sudden he gets in. So there were some matches that were were pretty close. Um, I don't think necessarily the, the three-game match was close. I thought the more the these ones ended up being a little bit closer on, on the most on the more end on that. So um, yeah. I was happy with it. I mean, obviously, if you look at your, I know Brad doesn't remember Jack, but uh, <laughs> who he played and whatnot, but you played Holdsworth, you played Herbert, and you played Danny. Yeah. Uh, I think you played Danny on both sides, didn't you? Uh, no, you no, I didn't. I played Rob Wolfson on the Wilson. first, first yeah. side and lost. Yeah, and then you played Dex and, and obviously steamrolled him, and then uh, you played Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, 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 
I don't know oh. if you remember anything of our match, Brad, but friggin' I should have had I should have had you dead to rights game one, and I was absolutely atrocious in frame nine. I think I went like five 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 to give you like well to 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 really give you the opportunity you needed, and you're gonna uh -huh. take that opportunity every time you have it. And then yeah. you start out punching the next game, and uh -huh. I just couldn't find the middle. And then I yeah. found it, and I was I had like I don't know 15 points on you. I run a four, four, four bagger in six, seven, eight, nine, and uh -huh. then you're a son of a bitch, and you threw a four <laughs> bagger in six, seven, eight, nine. We both found it exactly the same time, and then you threw yeah. a double in ten, and I, I threw the chopper right away, and that was that. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that, that, that uh, first game there when you had the five, 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 and nine, um, that's the whole thing where I'm kind of just walking around and listening, like. I don't necessarily know what your score is, but I he I hear that you don't get a spare or something, and it's like okay, like here's your here's your opening. The, yeah, that's your you opportunity. Know, take take advantage. Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. And you you're going to, and I know yeah. you're going to. And I just, like, that is just terrible. It's very angry. <laughs> so <laughs> I I mean, Mitch Mitch was talking way more than he normally does against you, right? So you know yeah. where he was, right? Yeah. Um, so, right, he was, yeah, he was, in Mitch's in that game or in that match, like it was kind of strange because like when I started when we started the match, normally he shakes hands with right hand, but like he shook my hand with his left hand, and I was kind of like, oh, like I, obviously he's played a lot this weekend. Like I wonder how bad his hands hurting him or or what's up. So like if I can just keep applying a pressure. I, I know I've played a lot of matches before and, and when your hand might not be as good as it is, like sometimes it's tough holding on to the ball. Sometimes it's tough getting it out where you want it to. And if, if you can apply a little bit of pressure, it's, it's a huge thing. Yeah. So for people out there, Mitch, I think hurt his wrist a little bit. I think it's just a uh, strained or a little bit this sore and from the mm -hmm. last event. Um, well, I mean, he <laughs> yeah, he made the final four on it. That's that's yep. a hell of a finish with a sore wrist. Mm -hmm. um, no different than Kerry coming runner up with a with a buckered up back in autumn, right? I mean, those is. Yep. Um, but uh, I think Mitch I mean, probably has got, he's got to be close to throwing a record number of games at TPC too, honestly. And like that's right. not even that's not even me trying to slam the guy. It's just it's just fact. I mean, yep. he played he played forty qualifying games. Mm -hmm. Right, he played four, and then however many on Sunday. Um, yeah, plus yeah. doubles. Plus right? doubles. He, he, he did skip play. out of Invitational, which was, looking back at it, that was probably a good call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he played. He played a lot. Sixty total. Yeah, like that's that's got to be close to a record, Mitch. And like again, that's not me slamming you. Like, there's good reason for your wrist to be sore. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, mm -hmm. we had to we had to throw some love out for. Uh, for Gary Baird, Gary is, you know, the guy is just so silky smooth. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at it. He played Kevin Holdsworth. He played Mitch. He played Justin. He played Danny. He played Robbie. Right. I mean, uh -huh. he. Everybody had to go up a gauntlet in some way, um, and then you guys obviously played the finals, and, yeah. uh, it, and was, you know, he, it ended up being best two out of three. Right. So. Uh -huh. yeah, Gary's a guy. 
who seems to struggle with his confidence a little bit every once in a while. And he's a guy that really should never, ever struggle with it. I remember talking to him at the start of last year and he was uh-huh. not going to play Masters. I'm like, uh, he's not playing good. And I'm like, you, you're playing shitty in league. Who gives a shit? Come yeah. out, throw Masters. Like, it's a different mindset. Like, you're too good not to play. And he ends up making the team, right? Uh-huh. He's he's so friggin' talented. Um, he's He's got to start working on that confidence because he's one of the best there is. Uh, yeah, sorry, Tim. Talk about the... The, yeah. Um, so the, the reason the reason why the format was uh, best two out of three, not three game total pinfall. The B side, uh, which was Brad. Brad had a higher seed than Gary did. Mm-hmm. So we, that, that's how it got kind of figured out that way. So yeah, uh, whoever is the highest seed in the final, whatever side they came up on, will be the format for the final. Yeah. So that obviously um, playing Gary. Um, you guys split the first two games and then went kind of yeah. into the into the last one, but you kind of started off really well. Sorry, f- five bagger, I believe. Yeah. So, I, it's funny that we were talking about this afterwards, and not I didn't have a clue what any scores were or what was going on or how close matches were. So, over the last couple of days, I actually watched the uh, last few matches that I played, and just to kind of see like what the situations were, how close it was where I could have probably done something differently, maybe. Um, so, yeah, that first game that I play, that we played, I punched a lot. Like, I think I was punch, punch, chop, cherry or something, punch, and then got a few spares and a couple strikes in there and kind of brought it back and figured something out. But, um, yeah, the next game, I didn't realize I started with a six-bagger and then... <laughs> I think I went, um, it was either five spare or punch and then five spare or something. Yeah. Or maybe chop cherry, one of the two. And then um, I think I went strike, strike or something, eight, nine, and and then strike and 10 to, to shut him out or something in that game to force the third one. But yeah, the third game there, again, yeah, I started with a five bagger. And then um, I think I went punch and then spare, Yeah, I think. I think, and you, then, missed. I think you missed. Or, yeah, it might have been, been punch, open. So that's seven frames. And then <laughs> eight to nine, I, th- I just said to myself, like, throw your shot like throw that aggressive shot get it out in front of you keep your feet slow and the first one i threw good ball nine though like i don't know i think that one was one of the best shots i threw in that match it was like as soon as i let go of it it was i knew it was there and when i came came back and i took a quick peek at the score at that point and uh, I was like, okay, Gary has to do something to stay in the match. And I was just walking back and forth, kind of just listening. I wasn't watching. And I heard him throw the one in nine. And I was like, okay. Um, I watched. I like Because I had the A side off, I was watching a little bit of his matches and what was going on. And he was playing phenomenal throughout the day. Um, 
at the back end of the game. So I was fully expecting him to have some sort of a count, big count and either have a strike or a big count and spare. And um, when I heard it was, <laughs> it wasn't a, a good uh, result, it, I just knew at that point it was, it was over. Yeah. It's uh, all of us have played on tour together. A lot of us for, I was, I was just thinking about it when I turned almost 20 years now. Right. And uh, uh -huh. so we're fortunate to have such great relationships with everybody. And Gary came up to me cause I was getting the trophy ready. I was running down the, you know, your jot notes and stuff like this. And Gary came up to me after he had five in a row. He's like, well, tell you what, if he's going to, if he wants to, if he's going to beat me, he might as well throw a perfect game at me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, Gary's mood was great. Um, obviously, he he respects you as a competitor, and uh, and then he opened. I was like, man, I was thinking you should have said that about three frames ago if you wanted him to open, right? But uh, uh, it was great seeing Gary play well. It was obviously yeah. um, we've known each other for a long time, Brad. It was awesome to mm -hmm. see you there. Um, happy to have a Regina. You to be the first Regina person up on the wall. Um, and not Kevin, it makes me very happy. So, um, but it's good. And, and honestly, I love to have, you had your two kids there, you had Lisa yeah. there. And obviously mm -hmm. I think those are the moments that are so cool, especially when you guys had the photo and, um, and you know, emotions are there. And I think that's yeah. what, that's what makes it worth more. Right. Last yeah. time I remember the kids weren't, wouldn't ever, ever remember that. Right. So no. Yeah. Cause that was 2015 when I won Regina. And Adeline, I don't, Adeline wasn't even born then. <laughs> yeah. She was, Lisa was still pregnant with her. Yeah. She wasn't born until July. There you go. Yeah, that, yeah no, it was, it was it really was, special. It was just so, it was so fun seeing the juxtaposition. Again, of you just like slaying demons down there and letting out this like <laughs> demon voice. And then, and then the daughters in the back going, yay, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how did, how did she come from that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it yeah. Lisa. Really cool. Lisa. Scene. Le yeah. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa for sure. <laughs> Except one of them told me to dance monkey and I don't, I still, I'm kind of hurt by that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. yeah it was great. Um, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Cause um well during autumn open i think lisa had adeline out of the house for a little bit and i was i was at home watching nora so we were watching the bowling on sunday and she sat down for a little bit and got into it and everything so it was pretty cool it was, it was cool seeing guys that i'd known and played with for a long time and that probably that probably got me going this year um watching that and pointing out people that I know and having Nora cheering for strikes and everything. Yeah. So then, yeah, when she got to come out and watch uh, the first big tournament kind of thing and she was understanding what was going on and cheering and everything, it was, it was, it was really fun and cool to, to experience. Yeah. M makes it all worthwhile. Right. So yeah. Pretty cool moment. Like, uh, Lonnie had that a few years ago when he won the mm -hmm. TPC. You've had that obviously winning yep. this year's TPC. We're seeing a lot more on that. Um, kind of our age group is getting to young families and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um, seeing you guys still competing with young families and getting those wins with them is uh, pretty yep. amazing. Yeah, yeah. For a few years there, it was tough. Like 
work has been super busy home life has been super busy obviously like the girls are into a few uh, activities and everything and it was just tough to get out but it it felt really good to be back out there like i didn't play as well as i wanted to in the qualifying shift like my last four games i think my spares percentage was like 35 or 40 percent mm -hmm. overall but it it was really good to get out again like i after playing like that on sunday i realized how much i missed it yeah so you said you uh you were watching the autumn open and it kind of got you going again uh, yeah but didn't get you going enough to buy a wcbt membership <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was I'm, I don't know. I was only thinking about playing Edmonton and Regina possibly. That, that's, that's enough. The only two. Uh, that's enough. But that's enough. I, I get. I guess when you win one, yeah, it's definitely more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. So, so you gotta put your hundred bucks in now and win Regina and call it a day, right? I guess. So. Well, no, you have, you, you mean, have a better. You have, have a better. Another event though. Yeah, he's playing Regina. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? In all fairness, you have a better chance than Snyder, right? So to do that, so <laughs> just kidding, Carrie. Just kidding. You know what? I I support that. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, you're you're obviously gonna play Regina, man. Yeah. I'll have you thought about Regina. Winnipeg at all? I thought about it. Um, will, will we still I don't have know. Memberships there too. I hear. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about Winnipeg. I I want to get back out there. I remember playing there so many years, and that tournament was always a blast. And from what I heard about last year, like it was very successful. Um, the atmosphere was very good, and yeah, one one of these years coming up, I I'm hoping to play out there again whether it's this year or next year or the year after, but I, it's definitely on the list to, to get back out again. So for those it's, interested, it's a, December 1st to 4th, St. James, Winnipeg. It's a unique one. The, uh, the mm -hmm. format is, um, I don't want to say all over the place. It's not all over the place. It's taking bits and parts of other tournaments and made their own unique format and it's incredible. Like mm -hmm. going into it, you didn't really know what to expect if it was going to be um, convoluted or confusing or anything like that. But it ran super smooth. They had everything figured out. You knew exactly where you were sitting, especially with the yeah. wild card situation. And mm -hmm. yeah. it was awesome. It was a fun time. It's another one of those situations where you just need to play it and then you understand. I mean, it, again, it doesn't yeah. change your strategy. You still have to throw strikes. But uh, yeah. you had you had to play it to kind of understand it. I remember somebody was asking me what the format was this weekend, and it, and I was sitting there just trying. I was <laughs> trying to do the math in my head of like, okay, was it top twenty had a buy? <laughs> I think, Don't and then the next, me. I think it was top twenty, and then I think the next twenty eight played in. I don't know. I, I I was trying to figure it all out again, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so. But it was it it's neat because you you do pods. And then you move mm -hmm. into, and then you do two rounds of pods, and then you move into match play. And it's yeah, only one side, right? And, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was, it's, it's fun. It's a good event. It's got a lounge off to the side where if you want to stay away from the lanes for a little bit, 
it is kind of a little bit secluded, which is nice at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they're going to be full. They're going to be maxed. You know, the Vennies are going to do a great job with their committee. Mm-hmm. You should go definitely go and, and support them. Um, I know some of us are, you guys are going out. I know Dex and Carrie are. Um, so they're going to do a great job out there. I know that for sure. So excited to see what, the, what becomes of that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be another strong tour stop for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you'll get a lot of guys from Regina and uh, Northern Ontario, like kind of that section yeah. come out, right? So. Well, they, yeah, they can not... drive to it, right? That makes it a little bit easier, yeah. cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, Huge. it sounds like we've got a few a few guys going out there for it this year as well, so. Yeah. 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 No, I looked at it. I mean, it just makes sense, right? Um mm-hmm. Obviously, we saw a little bit of a of a difference for our entries. We we're only down twelve from the previous year. We uh-huh. had, with, and that includes the weather and other things. I, I don't I don't think the numbers are always ever going to change unless our Thursday becomes bigger out here. Um, but other than, uh, if you only had five guys from, five or six from, Manitoba, and we only had three from Ontario, Ontario, and then three from. Quebec so it's six so we only had 11 people um, only 11 people from Saskatchewan East right yeah and I, I mean that, that's gonna happen right I mean it just yep. just make people have to pick and choose on their things and it's just it, it I don't think the numbers are gonna change across the board there's gonna be other people to fill in every time right so yeah 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 I, I had I uh, on a slightly different topic, I had heard that uh, a, a reason why a lot of like people didn't attend a lot from like the Ontario side was they were they were tired of like twenty two hundred cuts and how hard that is, and uh, and as much as I understand that our cut was twenty one thirty seven, so we'll see you next year. <laughs> no <laughs> excuse. Yeah, exactly, no longer excuse. Twenty one thirty seven is attainable come on out yeah come on out we'll see you yeah yeah and we'll see brad next year because he has to try to defend his title i'll make sure it's on the on the uh calendar you have to put in your vacation time with lisa before or i th- i think she's already put it in with my boss so uh. we're good <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. but, but she has she has family out here right yeah, she's got some family out in Mundare. Right. Yeah. So great opportunity to come and visit. Yeah. 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 It was. It all awesome. worked out. Mm-hmm. Well, is that a wrap? I think that's a wrap. Um, so for everybody that doesn't know, the five PL is back on Sunday with the Cargill and the Home Hardware divisions. So tune in to them on our two channels. Um, I think the last last teams are finally playing. You're going to have Minto um, PAs playing, uh, Newfoundland's playing. Yeah. So I think we're finally going to have everybody play now. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. It'll be nice. really good. And then um, next week is back to the ladies podcast. Every third, yeah, every third Wednesday they are doing a podcast of every month. So um, you guys can tune into that. I'm interest to see who they're going to bring on i'm sure it's going to be tpc related so uh some good guests they can bring on for that for sure yeah. uh-huh. 
All right. Awesome. Well, Brad, congrats right. again. Great playing. Yeah. Um, yes, thank you guys. You succeed. Thanks. Absolutely. And yeah, Tim, Dex, and the whole uh, committee for the TPC, you guys did a fabulous job. It was, it was very well run. Um, the changes you guys made were thoughtful, and I think you guys did a great job and had a, a huge success again this year. So hats off to you guys. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But I think I think we knew it was a decent week when Sly came up to me on Saturday and was like, man, you guys look way less stressed than you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was way less yeah. stressful. Was, yeah. So but from a tournament standpoint, that was one of the most enjoyable TPCs that I've been a part of in a long time. Just yeah. just from the lack, yeah. like I said, the lack of stress. It was it was mm -hmm. great. So yeah, that's, that's yeah, good to thanks, hear. Thanks, Brad. And I know you're on the Regina committee. Yeah. So I know you can tell Kevin that you can steal all our great ideas. And uh, just as long as you <laughs> give us kudos on it, we're perfectly okay with that. Uh, I'll make I'll make sure he gives you a nice pat on the head. Okay, when, perfect. When you when we see you in February. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. perfect. Awesome. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell him to keep his keep his uh, his fingers out of your hair though because you don't got that much. <laughs> oh, oh, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> you can pat him on the back instead. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of hair there. All right. That's a wrap, guys. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks, Brad. All right. Thanks, Brad. See you guys again in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye.